0: Bible College Curriculum, May twelfth. Bible College Curriculum. Kenneth Copeland, James one twenty two. But you be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Have you ever been in the position in the past where every time you open the Bible you receive a river of revelation? Does it seem lately that the rivers run dry? If so, I strongly suggest that you backtrack to the last revelation God gave you. Back up and see if you acted on it, if you did what God showed you to do. If you didn't, start again, digging into that revelation and then putting it into action in your life. You'll soon find new revelations are beginning to flow. You see, revelation is most prolific when you are acting on the Word. I discovered that for myself again and again. The more I act on the Word, the more I see into it. That's why James one twenty two tells us to not only hear God's Word, but to do it. It may seem that the things God has revealed to you are very insignificant. They may not even make good sense to your natural mind, but do them anyway. If you had insight into the spirit realm, you'll see they're far more important than you think. Open God's Word anew today. Come before Him with expectancy of a fresh revelation of the Scripture, and commit to Him to follow it up with actions of obedience. Be a doer of God's revelation and not a hearer only, and your river will never run dry. James one twenty two to twenty seven. Let's go ahead and read that on the. Uh, Passion Translation, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your great love. Thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We say yes, 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 Lord, to your mercy and your good good love today. We say yes, Lord. We put action by reading your word and confessing your promises. In Jesus' name, amen. Here we go. James 22 to 27 says, Don't just listen to the word of truth and not respond to it, for that is the essence of self-deception. So always let his word become like poetry written and fulfilled by your life. If you listen to the word and don't live out the message you hear, you become like the person who looks in the mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. You perceive how God sees you in the mirror of the word, but then you go out and forget your divine origin. But those who set their gaze deeply into the perfect law of liberty are fascinated by the response to the truth they hear and are strengthened by it. They experience God's blessings in all that they do. If someone believes they have a relationship with God but fails to guard his words, then his heart is drifting away and his religion is shallow and empty. The true spirituality that is pure in the eyes of our Father God is to make a difference in the lives of the orphans and widows in their troubles and to refuse to be corrupted by the world's values. Amen, amen. Wow, that's a tall order. Where am I going to find some? orphans and some widows sometimes and the, the lord will provide thank you so much for coming on today's reading let's go ahead and pray out with the our father our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hang out a minute. We're going to be reading some Psalms. Please don't go away. I forgot to read today's Psalms for the day. Okay, here we go. Psalms 12. Song for the day. For a new day. For the pure and shining one. Sung for the New Day by King David. Help, Lord, save us, for godly ones are swiftly disappearing. Where are the dependable, principal ones? They're all vanishing breed. Everyone lies, everyone flatters, and everyone deceives. Nothing but empty talk, smooth talk, and double talk. Where are the truthful? I know that the Lord will not deal gently with people like that. You will destroy every proud liar who says, We lie all we want. Our words are our weapons, and we won't be held accountable. Who can stop us? May the Lord cut off their twisted tongues and seal their lying lips. May they all be silenced, those who boast and brag with their high-minded talk about doing whatever they want. But the Lord says, now I will arise, I will defend the poor, those who were plundered, who op- the oppressed and the needy who groan for help. I will arise to rescue and protect them. For every word God speaks is sure and every promise pure. His truth is tested found to be flawless and ever faithful. It's as pure as silver refined 7 times in a crucible of clay. Again, Every word of God speaks is sure, and every promise pure. His truth is tested, found to be flawless and ever faithful. It is as pure as silver, refined seven times in a crucible of clay. Lord, you will keep us forever safe out of the reach of the wicked, even though they strut and prowl, tolerating and celebrating. What is worthless and vile, you will still lift up those who are yours. Amen. Now we go to Psalm 42. Amen. As the deer goes towards the water, I believe that's what it says. I long to drink of you, O God, drinking deeply from the streams of pleasure, Flowing from your presence, my longings overwhelm me for more of you. My soul thirsts, pants, and longs for the living God. I want to come and see the face of God. Day and night, my tears keep falling, and my heart keeps crying for your help, while my enemies mock me over and over, saying, Where is this God of yours? Why doesn't he help you? So I speak over my broken hands heartbroken soul. Take courage. Remember when you used to be right out from front leading the procession of praise? When the great crowd of worshipers gathered to go into the presence of the Lord, you shouted with joy as the sound of passionate celebration filled the air and the joyous multitude of God seekers honored the festival of the Lord. So then, my soul, why would you be depressed? Why would you sink into despair? Just keep hoping and waiting on God, your Savior, for no matter what, I will still sing with praise, for living before His face is my saving grace. Here I am, depressed and downcast, yet I will still remember you as I ponder the place where Your glory streams down from the mighty mountain tops, lofty and majestic, the mountains of Your awesome presence. My deep needs calls out to the deep kindness of Your love. Your waterfalls of weeping sent waves of sorrow over my soul, carrying me away, cascading over me like a thundering cataract. Yet. All day long, God's promises of love pour over me. Through the night, I sing his songs, for my prayer to God has become my life. I will say to God, you are my mountain of strength. How could you forget me? Why must I suffer this vile oppression of my enemies, these heartless tormentors who are out to kill me? Their wounding words pierce my heart over and over while they say, Where is this God of yours? So I say to my soul, Don't be discouraged, don't be disturbed, for I know my God will break through for me. Then I'll have plenty of reasons to praise Him all over again. Yes, living before His face is my saving grace. Amen. Living before His face is my saving grace. Now we jump to Psalm 73. No one can deny it. God is really good to Israel and to all those with pure hearts. But I nearly missed seeing it for myself. Here's my story. I came too close to missing the way. I was stumbling over what I saw with the wicked. For when I saw the bolsters with such wealth and prosperity, I became jealous over their smug security, indulging in whatever they wanted, going where they wanted, doing what they wanted, and with no care in this world. No pain, no problems, they seemed to have it made. They lived as though life would never end. They didn't even try to hide their pride and opulence. They didn't even try to hide their pride and opulence. Cruelty and violence is part of their festival lifestyle. Pampered and pompous vice oozes from their souls. They overflow with vanity. They're such snobs looking down their noses. They even scoff at God. They are nothing but bullies treating God's people loud mouthfuls with no fear of God, pretending to know it all, wing bags full of hot air, impressing only themselves. Yet the people keep coming back to them. Listen to more of their nonsense. They tell their cohorts, God will never know. See, he has no clue of what we're doing. These are the wicked ones I'm talking about. They never have to lift a finger Living a life of ease while their riches multiply. Have I been foolish to play by the rules and keep my life pure? Here I am suffering under your discipline day after day. I feel like I'm being pushed all day long. If I had given in to my pain and spoke of what I was really feeling, I would have sounded like unfaithfulness. To the next generation, when I tried to understand it all, I just couldn't. It was too puzzling, too much of a riddle for me. But then, one day, I was brought into the sanctuaries of God, and in the light of glory, my distorted perspective vanished. Then I understood that the destiny of the wicked was near, that they, the ones who were on the slippery path, and God will suddenly let them slide off, into destruction, to be consumed with terror forever. It will be an instant end to all their life of ease. A blink of the eye, and they're swept away from sudden calamity. They're they're all nothing more than momentary monarchs, soon to disappear like a dream when one awakens, when the rooster crows let God You'll despise their lives of fatness. When I saw all this, what turmoil filled my heart, piercing my opinions with your truth. I was so stupid, I was senseless and ignorant, acting like a brute beast from you, Lord. Yet in spite of all this, you comfort me by your counsel. You draw me closer to you. You lead me with your secret wisdom. And following you brings me into your brightness and glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? You're all I want. No one on earth means so, as much to me as you. Lord, so many times I fail. I fall into disgrace. But when I trust in you, I have a strong and glorious presence, protecting and anointing me forever. You're all I need. Those who abandon the worship of God will perish. The false and unfaithful will be silenced, never heard from again. But I'll keep coming closer to you and closer, Lord Yahweh, for your name is good to me. I'll keep telling the world of your awesome works, my faithfulness and glorious God, my faithful and glorious God. Amen. Alrighty, let's go ahead and go to Psalm 102, please. That was Psalm 173. I read it by mistake, but that was really good. I like that. Psalm 102, the Passion Translation. Lord, listen to my prayer. Listen to my cry for help. You can't hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Stoop down to hear my prayer and answer me quickly, Lord. For my days of happiness have gone up in smoke. My body is raging with fever. My heart is sick and I am consumed by this illness. Withered like a dead leaf, I can't even eat. I'm nothing but skin and bones, nothing left on me but whispered groans. I'm depressed, lonely, forgotten, and abandoned. I'm sleepless, shivering in the cold for long and friendliness like a lonely bird on the rooftop my every enemy mocks and insults me incessantly they even use my name as a curse to speak over others because of your great and furious anger against me all i do is suffer with sorrow with nothing to eat but a meal of mornings my crying fills my cup with my salty tears In your wrath, you have rejected me, sweeping me away like dirt on the floor. My days are marked by the lengthening shadows of death. I'm withered away, and there's nothing left of me. But when I remember that you, O Lord, still sit enthroned as king over all, the fame of your name will be revealed to every generation. I know you are about to... Arise and show your tender love for Zion. Now is the time, Lord, for your compassion and mercy to be poured out. The appointed time has come for your prophetic promises to be fulfilled. For your servants weep in sympathy over Zion's ruins and feel love for every stone. When you arise to intervene, all the nations and kings will be stunned And will fear your awesome name, trembling before your glory. Yes, you will reveal yourself to Zion and appear in the brightness of your glory to restore her and give her children. He responds to the prayer of the poor and broken and will not despise the cries of the homeless. Write all this down for the coming generation. So recreated people will read it and praise the Lord. Let them, how Yah, look down from the highest and holy place, gazing from his glory and surveying the earth. He, He listens to all the groanings of his people, longing to be free. And he sets loose the sons of death to experience life. Multitudes will stream to Jerusalem to praise the Lord and declare his name in Zion. People from every land, their kings and kingdoms will gather together to worship the Lord. But God has brought me to my knees, shortening my life, so I cry out to you, My God, Father of Eternity, please don't let me die. I know my life is not yet finished. With your hands you once formed the foundations of the earth and handcrafted the heavens above. They will all fade away one day like worn-out clothing, ready to be discarded. But you'll still be here. You will replace it all. Your first creation will be changed. But you alone will endure the God of all eternity. Generation after generation, our descendants will live securely. For you are the one protecting us, keeping us for yourself. Amen. Now, Psalm 132, and that's our last psalm. We are done for the day. Lord, please don't forget all the hardships David has to pass through, and how he promised you, Jacob's mighty God, saying, I will not cross the threshold of my home to sleep in my own bed. I will not sleep or slumber, nor even take time to close my eyes and rest until I find a place for you to dwell, Almighty God, God of Jacob. I devote myself to finding a resting place for you. First we heard that the ark was at Bethlehem. Then we found it in the forest of Kidia Jerim. Let's go into God's dwelling place and bow down and worship before him. Arise, O Lord, and enter your resting place both you and the ark of your glorious strength. May your priest wear the robes of righteousness, and let all your godly lovers sing for joy. Don't forsake your anointed king now, but honor your servant David. For you gave your word and promised David in an unbreakable oath that one of his sons will be sitting on the throne to succeed him as king. You also promised that if David's son would be faithful to keep their promises to follow you, obeying the words you spoke to them, then David's dynasty would never end. Lord, you have chosen Zion as your dwelling place. For your pleasure is fulfilled in making it your home. I hear you say, I will make this place my eternal dwelling. For I have loved and desired it... as my very own. I will make Zion prosper and satisfy the poor with my provisions. I will cover my priests with salvation's power and all of my godly lovers will shout for joy. I will increase the anointing that was upon David and my glistening glory will rest upon my chosen ones. But David's enemies will be covered with shame while on them I will make holiness bloom. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. May God bless you and keep you until then. See you in the next clip.